It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome, everybody. We are live. It's Rob Zuccari. It's Rob Zuccari Show. <sighs> That's what I got to say. I have a big... <sighs> what a day. What a day. Sorry we are late, but... Uh... Oh, God. I said I wasn't going to go into all of this uh, crazy stuff. Because it's not politics. It's it's It has nothing to do with... Politics, but I feel that if I don't go into it, it's going to be bogging down my mind. So today was a day of baby stuff. Today was a day of baby stuff. So I had to take the girlfriend to the doctor so she could do the um, seven month glucose test. I guess this is so they can make sure, sure, uh, the sugar's not too high or. Something like that. It happens... Well, I guess the, the sugar thing happens to uh, unhealthy women. B- great, big, large, unhealthy women. The pregnant women that eat haagen every night and rally burgers and so forth and so on. I guess that's what I was told. That's what I was told. Now, my girlfriend does not uh, eat like an animal (laughs) I mean she she eats like a pregnant woman she doesn't eat like an animal like a pregnant animal alright she has ice cream but it's sporadic she might have a little ice cream on a Monday and then nothing Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and then she'll have a little more on a Friday and then maybe uh, Monday rolls around and she'll have some as she would call it froyo So this was a glucose test. Now, I didn't know that this glucose test was long. And when I mean long, they give her this this drink, and then she chugs it down, and then they have to wait an hour and a half. They have to wait an hour and a half. And then they draw her blood, and then after they draw her blood, they wait another half hour. This whole process... This whole process is like two hours. Takes about 40 minutes to get to the doctor. Because we live in Glendale. The doctor's in Tarzana. Another 45 minutes to get back. But she's hungry. She's starving because they make you fast before this test. So this whole process today was like six hours. Going. Testing. Leaving, late lunch, and then, and then, I thought I could get out of going to a wedding this weekend, 
I really did. I thought I could get out of it. I, I, I just, I, I was betting the farm that I would be able to get out of this wedding. And as I brought it up at this late lunch, the look of disappointment, the look of heartache across my girlfriend's face told me we were not missing this wedding. So now, now I have to fly to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to go to a wedding. Yes, I have to fly with a seven-month pregnant woman. I even talked to the doctor and said, hey, it's not real safe for a pregnant lady to fly. She goes, no, she could fly. She's fine. She's all right. I said, are you sure she's all right? Are you 100% sure? She goes, yeah, she's fine. Her blood pressure's been good. It's actually been uh, as if she wasn't pregnant. She hasn't put on excessive weight. Her sugar is probably going to come out perfect because all these other... I said, said, are you... She goes, yes, she could fly. Man. So I can't get out of it. I can't get out of it. Can't get out of it. So as soon as we came back, I had to get on the computer and book the tickets with Orbitz. See, I didn't even book the tickets because I was so sure, so sure we were getting out of this wedding. 100% sure. And here's how I got effed. Let me explain to you how I got effed. Okay, now those of you who listen to the show on a regular basis know that my girlfriend is from Texas and about two times a year we go to Texas, Fort Worth, Texas to see her family. Now her mom and her aunts had a baby shower and we had to fly there last month. For this baby shower. Well, her friend, who's getting married this weekend, showed up as a surprise. She's from Philadelphia. Actually, she's from from Philly, but she moved to Jersey. She flew to Texas to surprise my girlfriend. Because they're best friends. And before that surprise, I had every intention of just putting my foot down saying, "Uh, we ain't going, all right? I'm not leaving. I'm not spending $1,000 to fly in uh, the hotel. I'm not doing it. F her. She didn't come to your baby shot. I was was all prepared. I knew. I knew this wasn't going to happen. And lo and behold, 
the son of a bitch surprises her and shows up to the baby shower. So right then I'm like, no, there's no way I could put my foot down. There's no way I could say we're not spending that money. There's no way. So the only thing I could do is maneuver. So this past six weeks I've been maneuvering. Dropping little hints here and there. Now I didn't think it was a long shot. But I knew it was far from a guarantee that we could get out of this wedding. And as the days have been getting closer, the girlfriend's been going, you booked our tickets, right? You booked our tickets, right? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I go, I got to go over some things. But yeah, yeah, you know, I still want to talk about, okay, I don't know what there is to talk about. We're going. I said, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I figured, doctor, I'll maneuver. And then that son of a bitch is like, no, it's perfect. It'll be great. It'll be fun. You have fun. She can show the belly. Oh, you son of a bitch. And then the restaurants, you long face, sad face. From the time we left the restaurant today to the time we got back to Glendale, it was a pout. Have you ever seen a pregnant woman pout? It's not nice. It's not pleasant. It's sad. So for a half hour, my girlfriend, seven months pregnant, pouted. Pouted. So guess what? I have to go to Philadelphia for a effing wedding. Yes. Got to go to Philadelphia and go to an effing wedding. Actually, New Jersey makes it even worse. At least Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, gave us a big win this past Tuesday, right? At least we got a big win. Jersey, not so much. Jersey smells like dog crap. So there you go. That's why we're late uh, getting on the air. And we're going to wind up having to get off the air early Because there's still a bunch of stuff I got to do. I almost just missed the show. She was like, just uh, go to Twitter, cancel the show, reschedule. I said, I can't do that. I can't do that for my people. They tune into the show. They download the show. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Rob Zuccari Show. We can't do that to them. They want to hear what's going on. They want to hear about... Rahm Emanuel, they want to hear about Chicago. They want to hear about Barack Hussein Obama. I said, I can't do that. She said, okay. I'm going to go in the baby's room and continue to pick out colors. So there you go, guys. There's my story. Don't mean to bother you or bore you. But those of you who've been with us for the last two years, I felt you should be in the loop. And I know some of you will bust my balls throughout the night on Twitter. Now, let's get to some pressing, and I mean pressing, news. What did we talk about yesterday? And I know we're working on uh, the story. I know we're working on this story. So maybe we'll add to the story. 
But what did we talk about yesterday? Yes, immigration. Yes, sanctuary cities. And yes, the LAPD police chief saying, we're not going to enforce immigration laws. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do our jobs. And remember, what did we say? It's like not taking your shoes off when you get in the house. Year after year after year, you, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, whoever, has the no-shoe policy. Because you want the carpets to look fresh, to look clean. And then that one time, you let that exception happen. That one time turns into two times, turns into three times. And before you know it, it's the norm. And before you know it, it's as if the no shoes in the house was always, always the policy of the family home. And now that's what we're going through as far as immigration and sanctuary cities. It used to be kind of taboo to be here illegally. It used to kind of be like uh, illegal. People didn't post on Facebook or social media, whatever was around back then. I don't know. MySpace. And say, look at me. I'm an illegal. I just graduated from high school. I'm going to college. I got a scholarship. F off. It was never like that. If you were here illegally, it was like, hey, man, I'm here illegally. I got to be cool. I can't be drunk driving. I can't be getting into trouble, man. If I draw any attention to myself, I'll get deported. That's how it always was. That's how it always was. And then over time, things got lax. Just like date night with your wife or your husband. Once a week, once every other week. Once every three weeks, once every month, once every two months, once a year. Divorce. Separation. Poison the other one. (laughs) And here we are with these sanctuary cities. And Facebook posts and Instagram posts. And not being able to call it what it is. Illegal immigrants. Illegal aliens. Can't say that. They're undocumented workers. Undocumented people. Undocumented families. 
dreamers. And if you use the word illegal, you're dehumanizing people. You're dehumanizing them by calling them illegal. But they are illegal. That's dehumanizing. Well, they're here illegally. They need to be deported. Oh my God! How can you say that? That's so wrong. That's so xenophobic. That's so racist. Really? (laughs) Okay, how about if we deport just the criminals? No! No, you can't do that. Why not? Because what makes a criminal? Uh, someone who breaks the law? Yes, but we need to have a distinction of what's really breaking the law. Oh, my God. What, what do you mean? Is drunk driving breaking the Well, no. Drunk driving shouldn't be an offense that gets you deported. Okay. Uh, stealing. Well, what kind of stealing? Stealing, say, Twinkies from a 7-Eleven? Or armed robbery? Uh, oh, God. Um, both. No! Stealing Twinkies? Come on. You can't. I mean, that that's where we are. Like I said, you let somebody walk in the house with their shoes on, Eventually, it's the norm. And now you have Rahm Emanuel. Imagine, Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of the most violent city in America. It's like a war zone. I think they hit 4,000 shootings for the 2016 year. 4,000 shootings. Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Little Afghanistan. That's what we like to call it here at the Rob Zakari Show. Little Afghanistan. That's what it's like. Rahm Emanuel said that he will not, under any circumstances, comply with With federal orders as it pertains to deporting illegals. They are a sanctuary city. They will continue to be a sanctuary city. And Donald Trump and his administration can go get effed. I mean, he didn't say go get effed, but he did say they can go get effed in a political, friendly, Chicago way. Wow. That's what I say because where does it stop? And I know everybody on the left is applauding this. Yay! Yay! But I'm telling you, and I'll, and I'll say it right here. And a lot of the things that we talk about on the show and predictions that I make have come true. 
I'm not going to say I'm always right. But I've definitely been more right than I have been wrong. This is going to set up a showdown. Between the left and the right on federal issues. So I know the left is all excited. Yeah, Rahm Emanuel, he's defying Trump. Well, he's not defying Trump. He's defying the federal government. The very same federal government that the liberals want to protect abortion rights and gay marriage rights and transsexual rights. So when I say this is going to create a showdown, That's exactly what's going to happen. Because, remember, the curtain has been lifted. Oz has been exposed. The notion that America is 90% liberal hipster douchebags is not the case. Half the country 100% feels the exact opposite of the other half of the country. And for eight years the liberal half have been telling the conservative half that they are right and Republicans are wrong. Conservatives are wrong. Anybody that's not considered a liberal progressive Democrat is wrong. And the media backed that position up. Hollywood backed that position up. So as a conservative, as a Republican, as not somebody from the left, when you came home from work and put on television, it was wall-to-wall liberal messaging. What you read was wall-to-wall liberal messaging. What you surfed on the web was wall-to-wall liberal messaging. If you want a conservative perspective, you had to go seek it. If you're sitting in an airport, the conservative perspective is not smacking you in the face like it is on the left. Fox News is not broadcasted. Levin TV 
is not broadcasted. Breitbart TV is not broadcast. There is no conservative broadcasting in public places like there is CNN or NBC or MSNBC. So this election galvanized one half of the electorate. And now that half knows that the media is in the tank for the Democrats. The Democrats are in the tank for the media. You can't trust anything that comes out of the mouths of people at CNN and NBC and CBS and ABC. And so now you're going to have a showdown. Now you're going to have a situation where when somebody decides I don't want to bake a gay wedding cake. And you hear people on the left going, hey, you can't do that. You're, you're violating federal law. You, you can't do that. Well, you, we're, no, you. Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Like you're defying federal law as it pertains to sanctuary cities. So when they put a clerk in prison because she refused to sign her name to a gay wedding license and the liberals became unhinged. We can't run a, a country where people are defying federal court order. They can, this is wrong and this is whore. You can't have this. This is this amounts to treason. The federal Okay. Well, guess what? Guess what? When Rahm Emanuel says he's not complying with federal orders as it pertains to illegals, it is no different than Ma and Pa cake makers not wanting to bake a wedding cake for homosexuals. Or someone not wanting to put their name on a marriage license. Because if it's not all right for the right to defy federal law, then why is it all right 
for the left to defy federal law? Why is it all right for Rahm Emanuel to defy federal law? Because it's Trump? Or, or, because we've been walking around in the house without our shoes on for the past eight years, knowing that it's wrong, knowing that we've never done that before. But we did it anyways. Because, hey, no Republicans ever going to get back in the White House. No compromise will be made with Congress as far as deportations and limiting federal funds to cities that harbor illegals. As far as the left was concerned, they got away with it. And if you do something long enough, it becomes norm. Why was Janet Jackson's tit a really, really big deal many, many, many years ago when it came out during... A halftime performance. Why was that a big deal? And if that happened today, people would think nothing of it. When something is done over and over, For long periods of time, it becomes the norm. And when you try to reverse what has happened, people lose their minds. Or at least half, half the country loses their minds. Actually, like we talked about yesterday, if that half of the country were to be educated about illegal immigration and CNN and the New York Times and the Washington Post and BuzzFeed and Daily Beast, if they all actually reported on the problems with illegal immigration and didn't try to bamboozle everybody with dreamers making up the 11 million or 12 million or 13 million that are here illegally that other half of the country that liberal half they would have different feelings 
about illegal immigration. And that's why CNN and ABC and NBC, that's why they don't report on it. That's why they don't talk about it. That's why when they bring up illegal immigration, they show some 15-year-old girl and her 13-year-old sister who came here when they were three and two. And now they're at Hollywood High and they have straight A's and one's graduating high school early and has a scholarship to UCLA. That's the illegals that the media put out front and center and tell everybody these are the individuals that Republicans and Donald Trump want to throw out of the country. And great mayors like Rahm Emanuel and Eric Garcetti are protecting those people. And ladies and gentlemen, that really is the opposite. Lupe and Dalmi are the exception. The four and two-year-old who came here on the backs of their parents or in the trunk of a car are the exception. They're the exception. Now they're getting ready to go to college and they're the model citizen. They're the exception. Now, I'm not going to say the majority are criminals and rapists and drug dealers. I'm not going to say that. But there's a whole hell, a whole hell of a lot more of the people that are not going to college on a scholarship. They're not necessarily junkies or rapists, but they're not exactly lighting the United States up on fire with being individuals who we can't do without I mean they're not essential workers when I go to Home Depot and 17 illegals charge me at my car trying to get in thinking they can get some type of day labor work. Those aren't essential to the American fabric, the American dream. When I stop at the light in Sherman Way in Reseda, and Guadalupe walks over to my car, 
with a handful of flowers pointing at me and holding up a one. She's not an essential worker. She's not somebody that America would fall to the wayside if she was deported back to Tijuana or Mahideen or wherever the hell they come from. Colombia, Mexico, Guatemala. The bar back at the sushi restaurant that I like to go to who barely speaks English cleans the glasses with the same dirty rag that I watch him wash the tables with. I think America will see the light of day without the bar back and the dirty rag that cleans glasses. So we're going to be getting into a real big fight. We're going to be getting into a real big fight. Because you can't pick and choose what federal law everybody wants to abide by. You can't pick and choose when you want the federal government to step in and give assistance. Because I guarantee you, I I 100% guarantee you that there is a whole bunch of sanctuary cities that in one way, shape, or form in the past eight years have been at the federal government's door with their hands fully out. Rather, it was some type of disaster relief. Or some type of Medicaid, Medicare, Obamacare expansion. All of these cities and all of these states go to the federal government with their hands open saying, give me, give me, give me. And you can't be sitting there saying to the federal government, give me, give me, give me. And then say, whoa, we're not going to comply with your rules. We're not going to comply with what you want. We're going to pick and choose 
what federal laws we want to abide by. Gay marriage, we're cool with that. Sanctuary cities, we're not cool with that. Abortion rights, we're cool with that. Can't do it. And that's why we're going to be in a showdown. The left? The left are the biggest babies. And and, and I know babies is such a... You know, it's such a juvenile word. Uh, You big baby. But I don't know any other word to describe the left. I, I don't know any other way to describe the left. And the people that make up the left, the all of the pundits, the writers, they're a bunch of triggered man and women babies. Just close your eyes. Just just close your eyes for a minute and imagine hack tapper. Or Essie Cup. Strapping on a big old adult diaper. And just kind of staggering around a little. Clapping their hands. That's them. That's them. Rahm Emanuel. Mayor of murder capital of the world. Talking about we're not going to abide by federal law. Okay. Well, guess what? You're not going to get one dime of federal money. You're going to get nothing. You're going to get nothing. You can't do that. That's not fair. It's not fair. But the left loves to do it. The left loves to do it. Obama had no problem. That's what I love about the left. That's what I that's what I love about the left. You hear the left, whether it's Obama to every other hipster liberal douchebag. It's now up to Donald Trump and the people that make up his administration to reach out to the other side. Reach out. To those people who are feeling scared, reach out to the people that uh, didn't vote for it. They need, why? I, I don't remember Obama and the Democrats reaching out to individuals who didn't vote for them. I, I don't remember Obama reaching out to the farmers. I don't remember Obama reaching out to the coal miners. I don't remember liberals reaching out to Anybody. Now, I'm not a big religious person. And those of you who've listened to the show for the last two years know that. 
But, hey. More power to you if you believe in the invisible man in the sky. I'm sure there's something that you feel and get from believing. And I respect that. And in turn, you hold a a, a deep-rooted conviction with that faith. And the left doesn't care about that. The liberals didn't care about that. How many times did you hear the left say, Oh, that's against your religion? Get over it. Tough. You religious wacko. The left protects Islam more than they do Christianity. And like I said, I'm not a big uh, religious person. But even I could see that. Even I could see the left. How they are so quick to go after anybody that should just just look a certain way at a Muslim. Oh, they're they're triggered by oh what could but a Christian ah. I mean, I've watched people on the left try to say, well, look at all these mass shooters. They're all uh, religious fundamentalists. They're all doing this for God. They're all doing this for Jesus. I mean, it's like, what? So this notion... This notion that the right has to somehow make the left feel better, somehow has to make the Van Joneses and the Al Sharptons and the Barbara Streisands and those scumbags. Breaking windows and lighting fires in L.A. or New York. Somehow the right, somehow Trump has to reach out to all of them and make them feel better. Reach out to Wolf Blitzer and make him feel better. Reach out to Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon and make them feel better. You know what I'd make them feel better? Give them a tube of KY jelly. Say, here you guys go. Here. You don't have to do it dry anymore. I'm going to give you lube. That's what we're going to... When we stick it in your keister, we're going to give you lube. Unlike you guys, who've been sticking it in the keister of the right for the past eight years with no lube. Obama and the left didn't even have the courtesy to spit in their hands. 
and give it a little give it a little wet with some spit. They just said, guess what? Open up. It's coming in raw. It's coming in raw and it's coming in dry. Don't matter if you cry. Because we're right and you're wrong. So there was going to be a, a definite showdown. Definite showdown. Because if the left wants everybody to abide by federal law as it pertains to gay marriage, abortion, trannies, Ahmad the Clock Boy, whoever, whatever triggered group demands some type of federal protection. Then they better be prepared. Because it's coming. It's coming. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 